Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Hi, property sourcing profiteers or anyone out there in uh, property sourcing world who's sourcing deals for profit. This is the podcast for you and I'm super, super excited. Um, I'm super excited because I have got the wonderful Katie Wilson with me uh, and it built an extraordinary property business in the last couple of years. My training partner in the Progressive Property Deal Packaging Training. Katie, how are you? I'm very good, David. Thank you. How are you? I'm marvellous. And um, I'm, I'm so pleased we're doing this because you and I recorded a podcast episode once before. We absolutely did. We did. And it, it, it was one of my highest ranking podcast episodes. They loved what you said. They loved what you do. They loved the kind of structures you put in place. And you promised you'd come back and do a bit more. I did. Absolutely. We had so much fun. Let's do it again. Cool. So, um, you know how we roll here. We just sort of freestyle it, pick it up as we go along. Um, so what are we going to focus on in this podcast episode in, in broad brush terms, Kate? Okay, so I think what we're going to cover today is marketing specifically, um, aimed at what channels are working in the current climate. Yes. Yes, we as deal packages should be the busiest we've ever been, especially when it comes to marketing. I absolutely agree with that. that. Let's let's define current climate for our listeners, Katie, because um, I try and do these podcast episodes and make them evergreen so that in in a thousand years, someone can listen to Dave's podcast. It will still be relevant, but (laughs) (laughs) in in the most recent episodes, I have conceded to the COVID months, right, the COVID situation. Uh, and we have to talk about now. So now we are recording this, you and I, Katie, sort of first week in May. We're still in lockdown. We're hoping to get out of lockdown. Uh, of course, we um, acknowledge the great debt of gratitude to the people in society who have been helping us get through this. We know how terrible it's been for people who have suffered with it and the hardship it's all caused. But at some point, we're going to get released, we're going to get let off the leash, and a certain amount of normality will return. And if we're spared, Katie, we've got to market our business, haven't we? Hopefully we will be spared, absolutely. Yeah, we absolutely have to market our business, definitely. Cool. And the thing is, David, what we're going to talk about today will work, especially in normality. But the point is, whilst we're in lockdown, the stuff we're going to cover today will work. Fab. So where are we going to start? Take us on the journey, Katie. Um, you have the com. Um, I'm going to absolutely chip in where as I think it's appropriate, but it's your marketing people want to hear about. Okay, cool. So my favorite marketing channel of all of my marketing channels, because I've got five, my favorite is direct mail. So I'm going to start talking about direct mail um, because the best thing about direct mail is there's two great things about direct mail. In fact, no, there's three. The first is that it is relatively cheap as far as marketing goes from a cost point of view. It produces the best results, so we get nearly 11% on our response rates. And the best thing is you can completely systemize direct mail so you don't even have to touch it. All you get is calls, and you don't even have to take those calls. As you know, I systemize everything. Wow. So let me, a couple of things that jumped out at me there. First of all, the 11% um, response rate. Uh, So you'll give us bit of detail on that but people tell me direct mail doesn't work Kate uh, you know people who do cold calling cold letters over the years they might get a one two three percent return 
Um, so I'm very interested to hear how you can move out to 10, 11%. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is running a direct mail campaign without writing a letter, stuffing an envelope, licking a stamp, none of that, right? Exactly. Cool. Queen systemization, they say. <laughs> I'm, I'm with that. Um, so go on, tell us how to do it. How do we do it? Yeah. Share it with our friends. So you're right, David. Everybody that I speak to that does a direct mail campaign who has ever tried one doesn't get very high response rates. Um, we're talking single digit, lower single digit response rates. Well, I, I can prove the results of my direct mail campaign. So they're, they're nearly 11%, 10.67 to be exact. And I think I've not really reinvented the wheel. All I've done is added a little bit of the key, the key, the golden nugget to take away from direct mail is to make it as personalized as it can possibly be. So, Yes, it's probably, if you've, if you've done direct mail or if you've researched direct mail before, yellow paper, red ink, that tends to be the, the standard. And I've not reinvented that. That's exactly what I do. Um, but uh, an additional thing that I do is my letters appear to be handwritten. So the letters appear to be handwritten. Um, I've sent 200 letters a month. I don't write a single one of those letters. Um, the thing to be conscious of for people listening is that um, a lot of people are now savvy to this computer handwriting. You know, if you go on Word and you put it in so that it looks like it's handwriting, most people are savvy to that now. So um, we took it one step further. So just as a single tip, uh, there's a lot of science that goes into my letter, which is why I think it has such a great response rate, and I can't go into detail on all of it now because we've got way too much to talk about today. But uh, there is a free software called Calligrapher, um, and you can basically download that software so that you can set up your own physical handwriting on your computer. So then all you do is you, you can recreate that letter 200 times over, make it individual to each vendor that you're sending it to, and that should improve your response rates again. I mean, we could go, up, we could go on and on and in detail about what makes it even stronger, but that's one of the key takeaways, personalization. Yeah, no, that, this is really powerful stuff. So um, I'm going to share, I'm not going to share their names, but I'm going to share recently you and I had a mentor uh, session with a couple really bright young people who are going to have a great property business, right? Yes. Uh, and they've done your training, have done our training. Uh, they launched their direct mail campaign. You said to them, how did it go? And they went, oh, no, it didn't really, didn't really work, right? And you said, well, did you do it? Did you do this? He said, well, we didn't do that. We did it a different way. And yeah. did you do that? And they said, well, we didn't quite do it like that. No, we, we went to somebody else. And the point is, right, that you've been through all that pain. You did all those different things, right? Yeah. And you honed your skills so that you're getting, you said 200 letters a month, 11%. That's 22 leads. They're not Easily. deals at that point. 22 yeah. deals a month easily, you say. Leads, um, yeah. How many of those leads might turn into deals, Kate? Um, so I've only been deal packaging. I've just started my third year now, so I can remember starting out. And my numbers when I started were probably one in 20. Okay. So you'll do a direct mail campaign. It will cost you, works out about a pound a letter for everything, all in. Uh, that's everything from your envelope to your paper, your ink, your stamp, the lot. So 200, um, letters, 200 letters a month, that's 200 pence, right? 
Exactly. Okay. And cool. from that, I did a deal a month, which at the time I was charging maybe two and a half, three grand. Thick times have changed now. We're charging, I mean, for those of you who know what I do, I uh, specialize in below market value properties and usually at 25% or below. So for those sorts of deals, we're charging four to five thousand pounds for a single let property now. Excellent. So the challenge, Katie, is the letter drops on the doormat. The, the, the potential vendor has got an envelope in their hand. What do, they, what do they see? What's the wrong way to do it and the right way to do it in your experience? Yeah. Okay. So the 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 issue that I think a lot of people, the mistake a lot of people make is that they don't want, they don't think about, so they'll, they'll do the font so that it looks like it's handwritten, they'll put all the effort into it being personalised, and then they'll send it out on a franked envelope, which means it's not got a stamp on it, it's been business franked, and that says straight away, this is a mass-produced letter, and we don't want that. What you need is that vendor to pick up that letter and think, I don't recognise that handwriting, you don't get things like that these days, I'll open the letter, and then in that letter, there's different personalization points because every one of my 200 letters is different to each vendor because I do the research on the vendor in the house and then I put that information into that letter. So they're reading this letter thinking, okay, she's, this, this girl's sent out a couple of letters. She can't possibly have sent you know, hundreds or even thousands or probably less than tens because she's asked for a specific property in a specific place with a specific number of bedrooms in a specific area so it's about it's about it being as personal as possible to that vendor well there's a lot of stuff there so the envelope drops through the letterbox and it's a handwritten envelope with a stamp on so somebody's physically done that although not you yes. right yeah. um and, and this is really weird because recently before lockdown i went to a, a social gathering right and i wrote the host a letter addressed it in my own hand and sent him a letter to say thank you and he rang me up and said he was so excited because he got a letter right <laughs> everyone else messaged or emailed or whatever but i had the letter and he had to open the envelope and you know i use quite nice writing paper for those sort of letters um and it it was a big thing <laughs> it, it was sufficient yeah. for him to ring me so is this a sort of thing you're trying to get in the potential vendor's head yeah, I, I think um, it's a really good point, actually, David, because in this day and age, people are inundated through various different social media channels and marketing on the TV, everywhere that they look, there's advertisement, advertisements, and people are just, they switch off to it now. So if yeah. you catch them off guard by doing something unusual or old-fashioned rather than, you know, a message on Facebook Messenger, for example, it, it, does, it has a much better hit rate. I mean, we do target vendors through Facebook, but we have a much better response rate through direct mail. Okay, so let's come back to the letter. Now, uh, we're obviously, this is a podcast episode. You can't show the letter. But you've, you've got content. Because the next thing people are going to say is, what do I write? What do I write in this letter, right? Yeah. And, and you, I, love, I love the way that you put the content of this together. And it was tuned over a period of months wasn't it so yeah. do, do, tell the story of how, okay. how the content came from yeah well actually um it came from so i did a vip with progressive property yep. and i think it was back in 2016 i started in november so i did a year and i think i spent six months of my year going around my mentors 
asking each of the deal packaging specialists to have their input into my letter. So that letter, my template letter, is an amalgamation of all of the specialists with the you know the top specialists of deal packaging in the country. Their input into that letter is what makes it strong. So one of them would try something that would give them a really good response rate, and then I've added that in. And then another guy would do a different thing, and I've added it all into one letter, which makes it really powerful. So, so did, did they just share their letters, or did they look at your letter and say, "Oh, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, Katie. I'd put it like this, or I'd put that word in. I don't like that." Word. How, how, how did the process go? Okay, so yeah, it's more the latter. So I took my letter with me, my template, right. and got them to critique it. Um, interesting conversations, but yeah, basically it's an amalgamation of of all of their best golden nuggets all fantastic. in one letter. Oh, fantastic, real deal stuff. The other thing you said when you were talking just a few minutes ago was you personalise it. So if the person lives in a two-bed house, they get a letter that talks about a two-bed house, right? And if it yes, was, exactly. yeah, how, how, how do you do that if you don't handwrite the letters? How do you make them different? Yeah, really good question, David. So it's all about systemization. Yeah. So um, we've got a spreadsheet, and to be fair, there's a lot of information that we store on this spreadsheet, but to keep it as simplistic as possible, because you can't visualize it on a podcast, yeah. uh, we basically, when we are targeting who we, what type of vendor selling what type of property, we are writing down uh, the number of bedrooms, the smallest geographical location that property could be in, um, so, for example, I source in Nottingham. So I wouldn't say I'm looking for a house in Nottingham. It's too big an area. It needs to be a smaller town or village within Nottingham. Uh, we're looking for, so it's it will say two bed or a three bed house, not a two to three bed house. So, but basically we write down every bit of detail about the house, including the estate agent that it's on for sale with. And basically what we do is a mail merge, which sounds really technical, but it's really easy. And um, we pull all the data we have a standard letter template and all the data pulls over from the spreadsheet and drops into each letter to make it different. It appears to be handwritten. And yeah, that, that seems to produce. Right, so if you're just, you know, I'm, I'm a child of the fifties. Kate. So you can set up a spreadsheet with all the details of the houses in that you've got an interest in. Yes. When you mail merge and it actually prints the letter, it yeah. pulls the correct details for each address. Is that what you're saying? Yes, so each address, one of them will be a two bed, one of them will be a three, you know, so each house has got a different, the letter is completely different for every single house. Wow. In many different places, not just the address. That bit on its own is like wizardry. It's, you know, it's, it's magic. It's about using systems that are available to you. Oh uh, Yeah, I know life's moved on. I'm still on CFAX in my house, you know, we haven't got the internet yet. Uh, it took me 10 minutes to set up this Zoom call <laughs> <laughs> to record the podcast. Brilliant. Okay, so um, let's take a step further back. So you, you put on your spreadsheet that these these houses addresses, with, with which estate agent they're on with, how many bedrooms, blah, 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 right? How do you get that information, Kate? How do, how, what, how do you choose what properties go on the spreadsheet? It's a really good question. So uh, what we target, this is specifically aimed at direct mail, uh, we target properties that have been on the market over 90 days, so that have just gone over. 
Um, why do we do that? Because uh, usually, usually, not always, uh, the vendor then becomes out of contract with the estate agent. Uh, we target properties that have been reduced because the vendor may be motivated by this point. So we target uh, reduced properties. And we used to be able to target sold subject contracts and relisted properties. Mm. We can now, I can confirm as of today, that we can now do that again. Can we? So can they, we? Yes. So this, is, this was, as was, property B, wasn't it? Yes, that, property that B. Doesn't yeah. function anymore, wasn't up. It just fell into disuse, it wasn't upgraded. So what, what are we using now, Katie? This is hot off the press for me. It is, because I've been trying and testing this for probably 16 months now to try and get it working because sold subject contracts that have fallen through, so when we talk about one in three sales falling through, sure. this is exactly the type of people we're targeting. So there's now a Google Chrome extension that you can download uh, for it and um, it will allow you to search on the screen. If you search for the keyword sold STC, it will bring up all the properties that have sold subject contracts and been relisted. Fantastic, changed our lives again. How cool is this? Uh, yes, I'm really, really chuffed that we've been able to find a way around that. Okay, so friends who have been listening to this podcast episode, listen to it again, run it over and over and over. There's a whole system in here. Katie's giving you the, the, her direct mail system, which is very generous of you, Kate, thank you. Um, so we're talking, you add 10.67%, right? So 20, 22% leads per month yeah. if, from 200 yeah. letters. That might be a deal a month, might be. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, should, it should in theory. I mean, everybody's different. I had a standing start in property. I didn't know the first thing about property when I started. Okay, I owned the house, but I wasn't in. You know, I wasn't really involved in the purchasing of it. I let the yeah. husband do it, so yeah. I didn't know the first thing about it. So I had a standing start. And for those of you who know what I look like, you'll realise, you know, I'm not, I'm not very practical, you know, with my nails and my hair, etc. So no. the point is, you can anybody can do this. Um, and yeah, I was doing one deal a month from twenty leads. Now I've turned it into one point five. 1.5 deals. 1.5. Uh, right. So that's because you've honed your skills and you're better at it now. So 1.5 deals a month. Yeah. In terms of fees, Kate, how much? How much is that roughly? I know they're all deals are different. I get that, but is yeah, it so five grand? Is it seven grand? Eight grand? We're we're at 1.5. Yeah, it's probably between eight and ten grand a month now. Right. So you're spending. I'm just getting my head around this for everyone listening. Okay. You're spending yeah. £200 a month on your direct mail system, which is set up and it runs in the background and you don't actually, you're not hands-on at all, right? Yeah. And that produces six, seven, eight, ten grand a month, depending yes. on the month. Wow. Wow. Uh, right. So this is really cool. So the bottom line is, you know, people out there in property sourcing world, if you want, if you want it all, if you want everything that Katie uh, can share with you on this, uh, so they just need to work with us, don't they, Kate, really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Come and work with us. We'll show you how to do it. Love that. Love that. Anything else on direct mail? Shall we move on? We've got a few minutes left. Shall we move on? Yeah, absolutely. There's loads of other exciting marketing channels. I mean, there's, there's dozens and dozens out there. But the yeah. ones that are working right now, uh, direct mail number one. Um, I know that we've covered a lot on um, estate agents. Yes. 
Yes, but you know, even even in these troubled times, um, I'm going to I'm going to touch on estate agents because I've had a message today from one of our mentees, someone we've been working with, and we knew she was going to be good. Um, here's the thing, Katie. Right, it's not many people listening. Don't you worry. I'm just going to share this with you. Right, uh, property sourcing profiteers won't mind. Why are women really good at deal packaging? It's a really good question. <laughs> You've caught me off guard there, David. <laughs> well, it's just I've, something I've noticed because I've been working with, uh, you know, friends, mentees, people who've done my training over two, three years now, right? Yeah. And you would expect 50-50 success. Women are really good at deal packaging. They are. I mean, I'm talking about yourself. I'm talking about Jesse Marsh. I'm talking about uh, Kat Kaczynska. I'm talking about Karen Hodkinson. Talk about Laura Muse, right? I mean, these are like becoming superstars in the industry, right? And you, I was there when you all, you know, were at day one, right? And yeah. the journey's been different. But, um, you know, significant property people, it's, a, it's just an observation. Come on, boys. You know, we're lagging behind. We need to catch up here. We need to catch up. Absolutely. Cool. So, uh, Katie. Got a little time left. Give us, a, give us some free stuff. What can they do for free? If someone wants to go out looking for properties yeah. now. Oh, oh, I was going to do, I didn't finish the thing about estate agents, didn't I? Did I? Let go me go back. It. Let me go do that. It. Okay. So estate agents are working now, team. We're talking about marketing strategies that are working today, right? Estate agents are there. I've got friends all over the country. I spoke to somebody else yesterday. Now, he had to ring a few offices because what happened was, he started to ring estate agents in the town he wanted to work, and some of them have got pre-recorded answer, oh, we're closed for the millennium because of COVID and all that stuff, right? But some of them, he got through to someone. Now, they, were, they weren't sitting in the office. They were at home, but they were answering the phones. And without fail, he got a really positive response from the person who answered the phone. They wanted to talk to someone, right? It, it, yeah. You know, that's just how it is. Uh, and then we've got another mentee who, who messaged me just before we sat down to record this, Katie, and you know her very well. Um, they have secured today, today, in the middle of lockdown, right, a big three-bed property. It's a big house. They're going to turn it into a five-bed all-en-suite HMO. The investor is absolutely on board, absolutely thrilled, the uh, estate agent helped them get it over the line. Deals are being done in lockdown. You can't tell me they're not being done, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, just ring some estate agents. You're sitting there not doing anything, right? You're not baking anymore. That's all gone out the window now. You, you were making biscuits for England at one point, right? Pick a phone up. Give yourself to, to take 40 minutes. Block out 40 minutes in your day. Bit of discipline here, right? Bit of system. And just keep picking the phone up and talking to estate agents because that works. That works. It absolutely does work, David. What else can they do for free, Katie? What, what would you do? A, a great place for people to start, especially now, is with Gumtree because uh, people who are advertising to sell or rent their properties on Gumtree um, yep. tend to be penny pinchers. Just, <laughs> why would you not go through the official channels and go through an agent? So the theory is you might get more motivated vendors on Gumtree. It's free to contact them. Um, so, yeah, start, start searching on Gumtree. I mean, it's another uh, marketing channel which I have systemized. Um, I, like, I like Gumtree. Um, I've sat down and, you know, recorded my calls and, 
Um, I think there's a couple of secrets to it. First of all, every time you ring a number, you're not going to speak to somebody, right? So they don't pick up, okay? You've got to ring back. You've got to ring back. You've got to keep them on the list to ring back because it's not a phone call until you've spoken to somebody, okay? Uh, the other thing is, Kate, do you not find a lot of estate agents, letting agents in there masquerading a little bit? Do you come across that at all on Gumtree? Yes, absolutely. Um, estate agents uh, both posing as estate agents, but uh, I wouldn't say they're being misleading, but sometimes you, it, it appears that it's direct to vendor and it tends to be an estate agent. If, if that's the case and they come back to you, simply have a conversation with them. They're still motivated at the moment to you know, do business absolutely. with you. You're just trying to work as best you can to find the vendor. So if the estate agent can put you in touch with them or you can work something out with the agent, then absolutely do it. Don't be afraid to talk to them because they've maybe thrown you off because it's an agent. Yeah, and the clue is always, oh, you need to ring, yes, yes, I, I know about the property. You need to ring my agent, here's the number, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then they hang up and the phone rings across the room where they are, right? <laughs> and they run over and answer it with a different voice, you know, something like that, right? So you're actually talking to the same person. They don't want to tell you they're an estate agent, but they'll give you a number to ring and then you can have an estate agent conversation. Cool. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that happens. That's real world stuff. Uh, what else, Katie? Free stuff. Free. So we're talking, this episode's about marketing, trying to give people free stuff now that they can do. Um, the direct mail thing was a steal. I mean, all right, it's not free, but a couple hundred pounds a month to bring in five, six, seven, eight, ten grand. You know, huge, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, where else can they go? We've got estate agents, we've got Gumtree. Facebook Marketplace is a really good uh, place to uh, try and find vendors direct to vendor. Uh, it's a similar situation to Gumtree. Send well, that's message. interesting. So when you said Facebook, I thought you were going to say Facebook ads. But no. you, didn't, you didn't say uh, Facebook ads. No. Tell, tell us a bit about Marketplace. So Marketplace, again, you've got direct, probably more so direct to vendor through Facebook Marketplace than you would Gumtree. Um, I think you've got less agents on there and uh, you've got a really good chance of doing a deal if you, if you target enough people. So just okay. send them a message. The thing is you've got to be prepared to, uh, to respond as fast as you can. It's a very time critical thing. The response rates on any marketing you're doing to the deal packaging. So yeah, tell us a bit of what do you mean by time critical? So, it's important to answer the phone as fast as is humanly possible with any lead that you generate from any marketing that you do. Because if you leave it an hour, you know, you don't know that that vendor's not rang around 10 more people and someone else has offered to help them. Now, if you, if you respond to any of my marketing, uh, the phone's picked up within three rings. It doesn't matter what day or time you call. Okay, so knowing you the little bit that I do, I'm suspecting very strongly that you're not sitting waiting for the phone to ring, right, all day, and then missing it because you went to put the kettle on or something. So, go on, who's picking the phone up, Katie, to share that with friends? Yeah, so I've got two companies that work for me. One is All Day PA, and the other is answer.co.uk. And um, answer.co.uk answer my direct mail queries, um, and on purposely they answer it sort of unprofessionally, so it's just like Katie's phone, um, because we're trying to pose as a local guy, local girl, trying to source some properties. We're not posing as a business at this point. 
Okay, so just to clarify that, if I'm if I'm uh, I've had one of your letters and I ring your number and I'm expecting Katie, they will actually say Katie's phone as when they pick up. Wow. Yeah. So they you give them a script to say, yeah. Well, it's it's pretty it's pretty much if if we were posing as a business, I would say yes, give them a script. But yeah. the script is as simple as Katie's phone. Yeah. Okay. Can I take your name and number? I'll get them to, I'll get her to call you back. And that's it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you've responded, and then presumably because I've had a first response, you get a bit more time to, to ring, yeah? Yeah, so it gives you the chance to get prepared, especially when you're just starting out. Get everything prepared so you can ring that vendor back as soon as is possible. The point is their call's been answered at yeah. this point. Yeah. You're then ringing them back. You're going to get a bit more information from them, do your due diligence, and then arrange to go and see them. So would you do a bit of research on the property on the street because you you got the address that sort of thing by that point before Absolutely. you in theory I'll know what that property's worth before I've even seen it because from external and looking at comparables I know what it's worth and then it's just a question of fixtures and fittings inside or any major issues Cool this is brilliant Katie this is brilliant I you know it's it's been an absolute privilege to watch you grow and see where you're going with this you're building a fantastic property business. I don't know where it's going to end. It's going to, it's going to go somewhere and it's going to get significant. It's going to be big, right? Um, I know we were, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I know that we, um, we, we meant to share a bit more in this episode, but we're coming to the end of the time. Um, Katie, I'm going to ask you to come back again. Yeah, maybe, you know, a little while, a few weeks, right? Because you give such value when you come and join us. Uh, I, I just think it's fab. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And thank you so much. No problem. It's my pleasure, David. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's absolutely fab. Uh, so um, you can message me. If there's anything you want to know out there, property sourcing properties, uh, you can message me. Um, is there any way of contacting you, Katie? Yeah, absolutely. Contact me. You can find me on Facebook. Yeah. I've got some tutorial videos going on YouTube. Subscribe to my channel. YouTube, go on. wow, go on, this is new, I didn't know about this, tell me about the YouTube channel. Yep, so I've just launched my YouTube channel today, funnily enough, so it is exclusive, yeah. and um, I'm going to be doing uh, lots of snippets of videos to get you guys up and running with your deal packaging business, so search for Katie Wilson Property, that's K-A-T-Y, and you will find me and subscribe, and then you won't miss out on any of the tutorials. Oh, you've got to do that, team. Uh, massive value from Katie this afternoon. And she's going to pack her YouTube channel with all that stuff. And who knows where that will go. You need to subscribe, ring the bell, get the notifications, all of that sort of thing. Katie, absolute joy. Thank you so much. It's a delight to work with you. Absolutely privileged to be able to watch your journey. Um, we'll do this again soon. Absolutely. Give me a shout. Fab. Property sourcing properties. I'll see you very soon. Make sure you get out there and do something. We're going to sell all of them. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.